Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. Yeah. Little snake draft to kick off a Thursday 12 o'clock hour. Emily, who's first? Oh, I don't know. Again, random order generators. I can't control these things. Just want you to I know type she's it in every week. <laughs> 14 weeks in a row. We it's, should You know what? We'll come up with the order next week. You come up with know. the topic and we'll come up with the order. I, don't know. I trust Al to do that honestly, and if it comes up Emily, I will believe him, but I, I Al, you're in charge of the order. She's going to do what she did when she went to that movie theater. She's going to like slide me something. Look, I'm I I'll or the bar here. or whatever. I would rig it so I get pick that I want, but I know that you're an honest man and you would do it yes. judiciously. But Number the, one again, the Emily Hebel. Emily, Travis, Taylor, Allen, and then back, and then we're going to do four picks this time so that we don't, I don't get like a preferential treatment in that way. So I, I do have the last pick in the draft this time. Okay, can you get in the background again? Yes, the background, the, the topic that we're doing, so uh, it is Coachella weekend, and I believe that three of the four of us will never go to Coachella because I don't think that's really in our bag. So uh, our topic is things that other people like that we will never do okay so my first one i think i talked to travis about this this morning and i've also talked to my friends about it like right recently because we're gonna go on a fun little like weekend getaway with some friends to a nice town and they were like oh do we all like this thing and i was like absolutely not i do not do this i do not uh participate with this for me it's board games I absolutely hate board games. I will never play board games with you. Please do not ask me to play board games with you because I will say no. All right? Hate board goes, games. Won't play board games ever again. Goes that idea of bonding. Yep, exactly. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, Travis, you're next. Um, this is an easy one for me because I know I, – I think you've even done it. And I know that people love it and they're uh, avid participators of this. But short of do it or die i would literally never ever consider it and that's go skydiving yeah i would not not in a million trillion lifetimes am i jumping out of a function for the right price no i I, I, no oh we could find a price ten million dollars i mean yeah i mean that 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 you're gonna do that you're doing it because your whole family is pushing you out would have to be for a financial decision you would have to drug me to the point where i don't know what's happening and then just throw me out and have the guy attached to me rip the cord i don't i really don't think i could force myself to jump out of that plane so skydiving for me taylor oh i'm next okay for me, it's Harry Potter. So <laughs> I don't know why, but I just can't. I don't know if I see if I see a girl on a dating app and she has. Oh, I'm in the house of Slytherin. It's a red flag, even though I yeah, like Harry Potter. <laughs> big big, big red flag funny. for me. Automatic swipe left. All right, Al. I don't like to say this, but it's just the truth. Something that I will never do, and I wish I could do it, but I just don't have the patience to do it. Play an instrument. It's just not me. I mean, I, I, I love that other people can do it. I love music, but I just don't see myself doing it. So I'm going to put playing an instrument on there. It ain't going to, nothing's going to change. It's not happening. If it hasn't happened at this point, it's not. So it's a snake draft. You're next. All right. The other one I would say <laughs> it's is it's because I've never done it and maybe because I've been in a relationship for as long as I've been. 
the online dating thing is a little. I I, I think Aren't it, you lucky. I think it goes. I think it really does go to the fact is because I've never done it, but just the kind of the concept of it and everything else. That one never. It never attracted me. Where'd it never you meet kinda, Lady Sleep? Um, she used to work actually in LA Live, so just met her, saying hello a couple times. Then we actually had a mutual friend, so met her that way. But the online dating would be another one that not for me. Taylor. Okay, I got a lot written down here. Let me pick one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with podcasts. So hmm. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm getting you on. If I'm in a vehicle or I'm driving, make one or listen to one. Both. Both. Really? Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a podcast listener for whatever reason. I like old school terrestrial radio. Come okay. on, guys. You know, uh, I like that and listening to music on whatever device I have plugged in. All right, Travis. Okay. Um, I this is something I have done, but barring my my uh, circumstances drastically changing between now and the end of my life. I'm never sharing a hotel room with somebody ever again. I'm getting my own room. I'm sharing. I'm not sharing Besides a bed. Besides, I'm sure your wife well, or your family. No, no, I'm yes. not saying. I'm saying. No, that, even then. You know the thing you do when you're 20 years old? Like, hey, let's go to Vegas. We'll get one room. We'll bring eight guys. Pack, yeah, pack yeah. We're never doing that. Or we'll, $24 a night. So, quick story. I played on a baseball team between the summer of my sophomore and junior year at UCSB. I played in the Jayhawk League in Clarinda, Iowa. Teeny, tiny little town. Wood bat league. Super fun. I had a good time. I know nobody on the team. I fly to meet the team in Amarillo, Texas. Okay, so I we, we go. I take I think a cab at the time from the airport to the ballpark. Put on my uniform. Go in the dugout in the middle of the game. That's when I got there. And the bus is leaving to go back to Clorinda uh, the next day. So we spent the last night in Amarillo. We had five people in a hotel room, four strangers that I've never met, and two people in each bed, and one person oh, wow. on a pullout. And that was the moment, like. Never again. Never, after, once this trip is done, I'm never doing it again. I've been pretty fortunate. I'm not sharing hotel rooms with people. We should go to a hostel, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in a 16 bed hostel. One of the trivia questions last night was, um, uh, what is a someone uses when they have like sleep apnea or whatever? It, the answer was CPAP machine. Yeah. And we were like, would you be with somebody? who has a CPAP machine. Like, would you, if you knew before you were in a relationship with them, is it okay also to say, I'm not going to sleep in the same bed because I'm a light sleeper. I could not sleep it's with Darth them. Darth Vader sleeping next to you. Yeah, I, 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 I could. Is that your choice? And it's actually, mm, I, I will put it as my choice. Okay. Be with somebody who has a CPAP machine. I'm, I apologize to those who deal with that issue because it is a serious issue. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can die if you don't have exactly. the machine on. There, exactly. there is that. There's that, yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So I, I I apologize to those who suffer from that issue. Who needs but that just detail? just saying. It's pretty noisily. Better that they just expire in the middle of the night. <laughs> I likely would, it would be considered in the factors of whether or not I'm going to long-term be with you. All right, so then my second choice would be running for fun. Definitely not running for fun. If you find me running for fun, it's a body snatcher situation. You're running from something. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I have I have been in my life at some point in time, like I, when I was an athlete, I, I ran because I had to, but I've never found it fun. I never will do it for fun, and running for fun is the worst. Okay. All right, Travis. My turn. We don't need to go into this at all. I'm just going to say it, and then, Taylor, you're on the clock, okay? So I'm, you ready? are you ready to pick? Because I just want to pick mine. I'm ready. And then we just move on to the next thing. Take my shirt off in public. Taylor, you're next. Go ahead, Taylor. <laughs> okay. Diet <Explain. laughs> Diet Coke for me. Um, I don't know. What? It's just, uh, are you a Diet Coke drinker, Emily? 
I love Diet Coke. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna say a special kind of person drinks it, but um. <laughs> okay. What special on. person? Please explain what the special person is that has Diet Coke. Emily, aside, what is the special type of person that you're talking about? I don't know. I can't put a finger on it. I it just. It yeah. just I think you're trying to put a finger on it. You're you, trying to be nice. Trav knows exactly what I'm talking about, right? I, I do. Yeah. Emily fits the key. <laughs> Probably. I, I, do. I, don't I don't drink soda, but if I drink soda, I find myself drinking a Diet Coke. Unless Why not just go all in if you're going to drink it? Casino, well, and we've Diet just Coke's done a live remote. Right. I, I'll never forget. I'm like, oh my God, Al's having a Coke. Just popping a soda. Like, <laughs> and I think the last time was 88. That caught me by surprise. I'm not going to lie. All right, Al? Okay, final thing here. Got a lot more on my list than I thought I was going to have. Um, I, I'm going to go with... This won't be a popular one. Buffets. Bro, I don't need all these different types of foods touching each other this on the same plate. This is not a buffet. Okay? I got... And I get... You know, I could use multiple... I don't need in the same meal Italian food, Indian food, Mexican food, and Chinese food. What I don't is need that? that. I don't... Oh, there's a lot. A Go lot to a lot of, of these casinos. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the casinos have it. It's yeah, a lot of them have it. Damn. I uh, I go away now. I was trying to pick through others. You know, one I was going to put on the list, but I took it off. Napping because I can't nap. But that's a good one. Is a good one. That's a, that's one that you want to do. The buffet I can go I without. Think the, the key thing here is never because I think you would like to, but you just will never do. I it. would like to. <laughs> I would like to All buffet. Right, I, I go away from. What's your fourth thing that would also be directed at Emily? <laughs> uh, that is clearly something that Emily does. Wait, wait hold on. Al is another a one. Personal attack. Oh right, sorry. I oh wait, we're doing four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're four. doing four. All right, so buffet I got. Okay, here's maybe just because I'm a cheap ass. Spend money on material things I'm not good at. You know, somebody will just kind of buy something because they want somebody else to see it. They want somebody to, it could be whatever so Buy it is. flashy things. Buy flashy things. I I have these like calculator going through my head. I have all these mechanics happening. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. This doesn't make sense. Spend money on material things or flashy things. I will not do. So Taylor's next one is go to University of Virginia, uh, you know, UVA. see Taylor Swift, yeah. uh, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a bunch written down here. Um kind of in sleeves vein. I don't know why, but sports cars. You know, just a really flashy sports car. Even when I see them on the road and they're I hear the exhaust from a mile and a half away and they're coming by, man, what are we doing? Here? It's never appealed to me. No, it's never appealed yeah. to me either. Sorry, Emily. It's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive off my sports car. <laughs> yeah, later. Emily's gonna jump in her Maserati <laughs> and peel out of the uh, parking lot, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, Travis. I'm trying to think of a lot. I I I hate that I don't have. I have one, one for you. Hit, hit Pranks, huh? Pranks. Yeah, but I I would do one if I had to. Like I would, t- I would never say no. For instance, I'll just throw this out there. I would help you get Ireland back. Like I, I so I can't be like if the thing is never. I'm not going to say never because if you asked me to help you with that, I would help That's you. That's just that. justice. Yeah, well, it is, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of sort of pranky a yeah. little bit along the way. Um, See Taylor Swift. No, I'd go. About, okay, how about this? The top of my how about list. live in really cold weather? You know, that was on, that was something I thought about, but I have to make a living. And if the only place I can do it is Minneapolis, I'm going to Minneapolis. Yeah, because I, I was, do it. I, I thought if I said that, they're going to say, cool, we got a new, you're going to Bristol. Yeah. You're going to Connecticut. <laughs> I, I would, I would live. Almost anywhere. Um, hmm. Something I would never, ever want to Go to a music do. festival. Yeah, I'll take that. 
I, I will take the never like go a to a three-day music, music yeah, thing. I'll go to a concert, but I don't need music festivals. You don't need to sleep there. Good job, Emily. All Thank right, here's you. my last here's my last one that I'm gonna do. Uh, and I think you guys have heard me talk about this before. Uh, oysters. I will never try oysters. I never want to try oysters. I don't like. I it, they look disgusting to me. It sounds disgusting when other people try to eat them in front of me. Please don't get it for the table if you're around me. I, hey, I would kindly hey, request I'm, I'm the table. oysters. Where's Morales? <laughs> I was with for her. the table. I'm, if we're going to, like, if we went to Mastro's, fancy, we're getting the seafood tower and there's oysters on it and I'm eating them. I get that they're, they're visually not super pleasant to look yeah. at. I, I get and then that. You go, the sound that you make when you eat them, not super pleasant. Yeah. Man, if I don't like some oysters. Basically, every time I've gone to Pike Market in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, it's as they're, fresh as it can be. Fantastic. I'm, I'm like sitting there. I'm probably the annoying one that you're talking about. Hey, let's do. Uh, let's do. Let's do a dozen. Let's yeah. do a half a half a dozen is enough. I don't need twelve. Dozens for the table. Yeah. Sixes. Yeah. Sixes so what have we learned them. about each other lemon, through this? Horseradish, <laughs> little cocktail sauce. Uh, lemon. I, I'm, I'm okay without the horseradish. Cocktail sauce, a little bit there, and let's lemon. go to work. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, so what, have we learned? what have we learned about each well, other? Well, Emily, board game, <laughs> um, what was it, a CPAP, run for fun, and oysters. You're kind of all over the map. Skydive, share a hotel. I, I like to be by myself. I think we've come with that. Taylor just doesn't like anything. Yes. I think that's what we've discovered about him. Just and Al's are all kind of on. No, I'm a little the, hater, too. The, the buffet one is good. You know how much I love food. I love food. I'm good, man. I'm good. I just want to focus on one cuisine. And, and I don't trust myself because I'm going to eat everything. There is one buffet I've been to that I'm like, this is awesome. Four Seasons Hotel, Santa Barbara, California. And it's all just excellent, excellent, excellent right down the line. Yeah, you said Four it's Seasons. The, That's, it's the only one. Yeah. Everything else is kind of like, eh, 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 eh. All right, go back to the Rams. Rams have the second lowest win total prediction heading into the regular season. That's not where you want to be. They need to move one spot. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You could be a Tom Petty guy as a cosplay. I don't know if Tom Petty's as tall as you are, but you thin musician, guitar, you can sing a little bit. Yeah, that kind of works. You for see me. it? Put a wig on. Yeah, blonde wig. What are some other things? You guys have some other stuff that didn't make your top four. Uh, I had also had pr I had break dancing. <laughs> Never try break dancing. Never. Could you if you like? Could you I don't do know it? If I could. I mean, if I trained, I'll, I'll never try uh, beatboxing. When you say trained, I just thought of like Rocky Four. 
Like she's just like, out uh, there in up. the snow doing push up, <laughs> doing head spins. We're like, Abby, you don't need to do that for break dancing. I was going to say also clowns. I would never go to a clown show nor be a clown. Uh, so I think I'd, I'd avoid all clown Related things. paraphernalia. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you on the weather thing. I put weather on there, but it's like, all right, push comes to shove. Push Dude, comes to shove. You got to do what you got to do. I moved to Houston. You mm-hmm. think I wanted to do that? Houston was gorgeous. <laughs> you think that I was- I loved now, it. It worked out great. It set up whatever came after that. Yeah, it's yeah. On the, I met some very nice people. Mm-hmm. The people of Houston were lovely. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to move to could, Houston, could Texas. You guys, could you guys go back to school? Oh, yeah. I actually Look, would that, love to go back to school. So would I, 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 so would I, I. I. I was not... When I was a student, I was all I cared about was finishing college. That's all I wanted. I'm just like, I'm ready to work. I just wanted to finish college. Going back now, I would much more... I'd appreciate it a lot more than I did when I was in it. You and like I, I would respect like the craft a lot more. My goal when I was in college was to graduate. Get out. Full stop. Yep. That's it. Graduate, get a diploma, and I really didn't care what it was in, right? I, I wasn't going to be an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer. I wasn't going to do something where I needed to know what I was doing. I just mm-hmm. needed to be a air quote college graduate, whatever. I would love to go back, even like high school, and I did fine in high school, but I would even like to go back to high school and actually listen to what's being said in those classrooms. You're right. Yeah, to, to learn, like to go take some music classes, some government classes, all these things that maybe I have some interest in that I was just like, okay, is that going to be on that? I'll just read the book the 100%. night before. <laughs> I'll just do that and in, out, and done. Here's one. It's from Eddie Carrillo. Eddie writes, I'm going to clean this up for you, Tad, Eddie. Are we the bad guys? He uses a different world word. Uh, my girlfriend and I are vegan. We are the only vegans or vegetarians in our family. We talked it over. If we ever get married, the food at our wedding would be exclusively vegan. Would we be the bad guys for providing vegan food exclusively? I got an answer to that. As long I, as it's good. I, I think so too. Uh, I, I think yeah. I think you would be a bad guy for doing that. Why? It's their wedding. It's their wedding, hundred percent. But. Everybody that you're inviting there, your best you can, you're trying to accommodate. Not everyone's going to have your exact uh, interests mm-hmm. or beliefs or whatever the case is. Even if you are vegan, man, you could put that on the menu, you could put some stuff, but you should have options for people that are not vegan. It's okay to also not be vegan. Your wedding, it, it's okay. And no one's saying you have to eat the vegan food if you're there, but if that's important to them and it's their day, do you. You're, you, there are famous John Feinstein, longtime best-selling author, name drop coming. Uh, I, I've known him for a very long time. He said something to me uh, right before I was going to get married. Sent me a nice card and called me up and said, "There are two days in your life where it's all about you: your wedding and your funeral. And you're going to enjoy the first one a lot more than the second one." And I always kind of stuck with me that you get one day where you know what I can lean into what I'm about, what she's about, what he's about, whatever it is. Make it about you. If that's what you're into, that's fine. One day. If you're throwing a backyard barbecue, and you're, then you got to have a couple of hot dogs on the grill. But for one day, I'm all right. I don't think you're a bad guy, Eddie. Slee does. <laughs> Eddie, I'd love to come, but uh, a couple things came up. <laughs> Put a piece of chicken on my plate. <laughs> right. All right. The Rams um, have a preseason prediction of 6.2 wins. Okay. Um, it's the second lowest prediction in the NFL. I love the, the point twos. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll win the first quarter of one of those games. It's, it's peculiar. Um, the only game that the Rams have on their schedule with a better than 50 chance, 50% chance to win the game is the home game against the Washington Commanders. Um, they've got, And they've only got a 53% chance to win that one. 
They're going to be underdogs in every other game that they have. There obviously doesn't mean they're going to lose them all. Yep. 6.2 wins, according to ESPN's Mike Clay, his season prediction. If this is generally close enough, right, six wins, you're going to win six. It's not going to get you in the playoffs. You'd probably need to win at least three more, maybe four more to get into the playoffs. Ten, seven feels like kind of the number. Why not go the other direction? Why, why not go the other direction and – I don't want to say not try, but put together a team that's very unlikely to win more than three or four games and go take Caleb Williams in the draft. Why is that not the clear path to go get that done? If this model says that you're already that close, you have the second fewest wins, I think Rams fans would sign up for it. If you said, we're going we're gonna to take a different approach this season because we really want Caleb Williams in the 2024 draft, I don't think too many Rams fans wouldn't like that. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to flip this on you because I'm I'm trying to as best as I can understand that. What do you think is the Rams game plan coming into this season? Is the game plan look, this is gonna be a bridge year. This is not a year um that we're gonna expect much. The chances of us winning the division or the chances of us really getting an opportunity to make the playoffs, that's not likely. Okay, then what do you do next? Because what you don't want is eight wins and you're trying to make the playoffs and you're not bad enough to go get a really good draft pick and you're not good enough to actually go make the playoffs. Um, six is not that far. Your draft is going to be better. Uh, your pick is going to be Probably better. Top 10. Probably top 10, something along those lines. Where we sit today, what do you think the Rams' game plan is? I think their game plan is to get ready for the 2024 season. Mm -hmm. I think that is their game plan. I don't think it's something that's going to be said out loud. Sure. I don't think it's something that you have to look all that hard to figure out. They've signed literally nobody Mm -hmm. in free agency. Maybe they make some moves on draft day. They let a lot of really good players leave. Yep. And and for prices that were modest, Mm -hmm. right? Bobby Wagner is gone. Leonard Floyd is gone. Jalen Ramsey is gone. Allen Robinson may be gone at some point that they they are setting up for something beyond this season. No one they if you read the letters that go out to season ticket holders and all these things it's we're going to continue to compete, we're going to go. But if you listen to what Les Snead said, if you listen to what Sean McVay has said and you look at what they're doing in conjunction with what they're saying, they're getting ready for the next season. And maybe you go in there first month or so and you play four games in September, okay? If you go 1-3 and three or 0-4, oh I think it drastically changes what happens after that. If you come out 2-2 two and two or 3-1, and one, all right, let's play this out and see what happens. But I think 2-2 two and two or 3-1 and one for these guys is going to be a really tough putt. I think it's all about 2024. It's all about the Heisman Trophy winner right down the street. He could potentially be a big-time difference maker. And if you're already projected to be the second worst team, yeah. let's make an effort to become the worst team. So uh, it's part of the question then. Is that front office willing to do what you're saying? Which I don't think's I think they're doing. I, it. I, I think there is a process of doing it, but you're also just good enough. So, what do you do to go from being just good enough to not get Caleb exactly Williams? Exactly what to, they did for the second half of last year. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Okay, so Stafford, what are you doing with? He got hurt. Al, what do you want me to do? Cooper Cup, what are you doing? He with? He also got hurt. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. the, the, these are if the Rams. I don't want to put anybody specific in there, right? Because I think that's tricky based on injury. What I'm saying is if the Rams win and all those guys started to have their injuries were on the right side of the ledger, I think we may have seen some of those guys come back towards the end of the season that did not. I don't want to say anybody specifically. I think that there's writing on the wall at some point that last year was, we're not, this ain't happening. 
Let's not risk anything. And they kept their powder dry. I think they're keeping the powder dry before it even starts. I think year. the problem is they have just enough talent that's going to hurt them. Do they? They have Aaron Donald, Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, Matthew Stafford. That's three players. You need 22 good there players. Are, there are franchises out there that we know are going to be bad, mm-hmm. who don't have as good of players as the three that we just talked about. And I know the NFL, you need depth. Yep. I mean, one of the things that hurt the Rams the most was yep. you lost a couple of linemen and basically the season was over. But doesn't it feel like for them to be in the sweepstakes, that's all you are, you're in the sweepstakes, yep. right? You just want a shot at maybe a potential player like Caleb Williams. It, it takes it's, really takes effort the other way. But they're second they're they're only in the two spot, right? There's only one team that has a fewer win. It's not like they're in the middle and mm-hmm. they'd have to jump behind seven or eight other teams. They could mm-hmm. be worse than one team. Emily, do, who who has the lowest projection? Do you know off the top of your head? But who, whoever it is, it's usually three or four, right? That's usually once yeah. in a while you'll get a one or a two, but it's usually three or four wins. Mm-hmm. That's not way off of six. And if you just have to jump one team, maybe that one team, like let's say I'm just going to pick somebody out of thin air. It may be them. Say it's the Houston Texans. Okay. Okay. They're very likely to take a quarterback in this upcoming draft. They might not need the top draft pick to take Mm -hmm. Caleb Williams. They may be willing to go from one to three or two or wherever the Rams are, and you can jump ahead of them with a deal. Like there there are Texans have the same projected win uh, total at 6.2 as well. Yeah. So it's just... It's not. It's, it's a shorter I'm, drive to get to the worst than it is to try to get into the mix. I'm a fan of, and I think, um, who was the, we were watching it. Actually, a, a, a 5.8 is the, is the lowest with the commanders. A decent NBA example would be this. There's a lot of teams that don't know when, guys, we, we just, if you're going to tank, tank. If you're going to lose, lose. The Oklahoma City Thunder we watched yesterday, and the Thunder for about four or five years, Trav, we're tanking. Mm-hmm. They went and got a ton of picks for Russ. They went and got a ton of picks for Paul George. They just decided, hey, let's completely gut this thing out. And now they're coming up and it's you're starting to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think for the Rams, if their strategy is what you're talking about versus going and getting eight or maybe even nine wins, yeah, I'll take that strategy. For as competitive as the Sean McVays are, the fact that they have Matt Stafford there and Cooper Cup there and Aaron Donald there, they have some big-time pieces. The fact that they won a Super Bowl a year and a half ago, hey, if they're able to execute it, hats off. <laughs> Go do it. They've built it from a bad team to a good team very quickly before, mm-hmm. like overnight, basically. I don't know with where they are assets-wise if they can do that. I want to read this from Anthony Rincon. The Rams will play it out. We got a solid group of offensive weapons still, given the health of our team. Rams can still win eight to ten. I don't think they're playing to draft a quarterback. Rams will target a top free agent quarterback or trade for a vet. McVay isn't rebuilding. Let me just ask you this, Anthony. Sean McVay knows that team better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay knows what he had last year. He knows that they are a long way from being a championship caliber team. He's about as smart a football mind as you're ever going to see. The drive back to the top goes through the bottom. He knows that. You're the to, to navigate through twenty six or seven teams that are better than you, that's really hard. To get worse than two or three and then jump back to the top with that quarterback or whoever it might take, it just seems like it's a shorter drive. It seems like it's an easier way. And they've done it before. They did it five years ago, six years ago. 
They're, they're familiar with it. If this were a team like the Chargers that really does not have the blueprint, that this is how we've done it before, they're mm-hmm. kind of mixing and matching. And I don't even mean to pick the Chargers, but other teams kind of traditionally try in a any bunch league, of different things. In any league. This is their blueprint. Let's mm-hmm. wait, 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 and now it's time to go. And I think they're at the beginning of the of, of the wait, and maybe in the middle of the wait after last year. I, I, I get the concept of it. I think it's – let's find out how they are through the first four games, like you said, the through first five games. That probably tells a lot of the schedule. I know We know who they play. We just don't know the order in mm-hmm. which they play them. That comes out, I want to say, maybe June, July, something like that. And that, that could be – like if you get Niners and Cowboys and Eagles right out of the shoot. It's uh-huh. expected to be May 11th. May 11th. Or, or if it's on the upside, all your easy games are early on and you could fool yourself you to thinking that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Lakers, Grizz coming up on Sunday. And game one, how important is it? Brian Windhorse has an idea. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, a little bit of distance from the end of the uh, game on Monday night, or Tuesday night, with yeah. the uh, the Lakers and the Timberwolves. We've got a little bit of time before we get to Sunday afternoon. Still got two full days, two and a half days. How much is the tenor for you changed in this? Because I know that I, I thought the Lakers would win convincingly in the play-in. They escaped. They won. I said, as I was saying, that the Lakers by a million in the playoff game, I thought they were going to go into Memphis and win that series too. I still think that they can, but I don't know if I want to pick them. If, like, if I'm forced to pick somebody today, I don't know if that would be my choice. I want to think about it a little bit longer. But it really did change that that was such a clunky performance from kind of everybody. There was some good in, in, in Schroeder and LeBron and AD, but there was also some bad in LeBron and AD. There was a lot of bad in the supporting cast outside of Schroeder. It just seems that the the tone of that series has really changed a great deal in just about 48 hours. So I, I think it's easy to, and understandably so, to kind of get swept up in how the Lakers finished the season. How many times I said, 18-8 and eight since the trade deadline. One of the best defensive ratings in the entire league. LeBron and Anthony Davis, they appear to be healthy. Um, I thought the game in Minnesota was going to help clear up any questions because – 
watching the Lakers the week before Minnesota, it was like, all right, that's not good basketball. Mm-hmm. All right, is this is this just because the Suns aren't playing anybody, so the Lakers are playing down to their competition? The Jazz aren't playing, but they're playing down the competition. The only real game that the Lakers had with real competition was the Clippers. And they lost. And they lost. And they lost pretty convincingly. Yeah. Right? So down 19 at halftime. end up losing that game. Minnesota, to me, I think cemented that the Lakers have a chance to beat a lot of teams, and the Lakers have a chance to lose against a lot of teams of, of what's coming up. It cemented the... They're vulnerable to things. Yes, they're playing good basketball. Yes, they've gone through a stretch here where in a month, every game was very, very meaningful. But I think what you also saw over this last week was there is some, it seems to be some exhaustion because you had to play every one of those games like it was do or die, right? So um, I didn't. I don't feel better after the Timberwolves, if, if that's a question that you're asking. I, I think some people... Um, a lot of people in the post game show after that game to Minnesota, it was out. I know they won. It was great they won, but I don't have the same feeling I had coming into that game, coming at that game. And I don't think that's going to change until you watch on Sunday or you get a chance to watch on game two. What does that series look like? If they look tired in game one, if they look exhausted, that's that's if, a real problem. If they look fatigued. It's probably a wrap. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're not going to get fresher the longer the series goes. Theoretically, they're going to be as fresh as they're going to be on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, you're that, right. That that's that would be the longest. That would be the longest stretch you have without playing the whole way, unless mm-hmm. something weird happens and they sweep somebody and their next opponent is sure. a seven game. That I mean, I guess it theoretically could happen, but it's. Do you think that it was fatigue that made them look like that against Minnesota, or did we get a little ahead of ourselves? And I'm not quite so sure it wasn't the second thing because. When you start to look at it, LeBron and AD, put them over there. You're not really going to sweat them too much. It's LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they're going to give you what they're going to give you. Dennis Schroeder was really good. Hachimura was pretty good. But the fact of the matter is, D'Angelo Russell has not had a ton of postseason success. He's Mm -hmm. bounced around a lot. He's been on some good teams, some bad teams, and everything in between. He can have a night where he goes off, but he's not a consistent performer in that realm. Austin Reeves has never been there before, so who knows what that is. Beasley and Vanderbilt were not very good. Mm -hmm. And, again, you expect those sorts of games on the road in the playoffs from role players that can kind of, you know, you never quite know what you're going to get, what you're not going to get. At home, you'd expect those guys to give you a little bit more than they did. And if they can't, they're in big trouble because they did get a good night from LeBron James. They got a pretty good day from Anthony Davis. They got a really good night from Dennis Schroeder playing against a team that had their best player play terrible, their second-best player in foul trouble. They went six minutes without scoring a basket, Mm. and you needed overtime to beat them with your good guys playing pretty well? It's a problem. You know what's funny? I I almost think it's going to— That's a real problem. I I think going on the road will be good for them. In a weird way, I think that sometimes, especially a team— you know, we were talking about Memphis's experience versus— basically LeBron and Anthony Davis experience. Dennis Schroeder's got a lot of experience in the league as well. But I'm almost, I like that they're going to start their series out on the road. It's not ideal, but I feel like D'Lo's not going to go one for nine in the next two games. I don't think he's going to. Can it happen? Maybe it could happen. Austin Reeves has enough consistent basketball this season that Mm -hmm. I feel like, okay, you had a bad night. It didn't work out perfect. 
I feel like Austin Reeves will be a, a pesk like he's always been on the defensive side and probably will be okay once the series start going. Vanderbilt and, and Malik Beasley may be a little bit different there. I, I think those are just going to be on and off, and I think that's going to continue, and I don't know what they're going to get for them. Um, but I, I, th- I thought the game against the Timberwolves was you had a lot of things that – you're right. Is it an experience? Is it guys with the big lights – that they're not accustomed to, like, oh, damn, this place is rocking. This is a key game. If we lose this game, then we're in a single elimination, elimination the game Lakers, after this. expected to win those games. Even if they're the seventh seed, they're going to be expected sure. to perform. That, that There's a burden and an expectation that comes along with that that is, unless you've done it a bunch of times, it's 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 weighty. Mm-hmm. LeBron LeBron's not burdened by expectations. I think even Anthony Davis has come to terms with, ah, look, I need yeah. to be one of the best players in the league every night or people are going to kill me. Sure. That's just the way that, that when you are one of the best players in the league, that's the expectation. These other guys went from, I don't know, to, hey, you know what, they're pretty good. And now that's the expectation. Sure. It's very, very different. Uh, I, but don't the Grizzlies have the same expectation? Again, they're no. unproven. Do you think it's, they John, do? it's John Morant, but everyone else on that team, don't they have to prove themselves? There's John Morant, who's probably one of the best players in the league, but... But I don't... That, that's why they don't have to prove themselves. If they lose, no one's going to be like, I can't believe the Memphis Grizzlies got beat by the Lakers. I don't know. No, I think they would. That. They're the two seed. They have John Morant. They'd be, people would, would be shocked if the Lakers uh, beat Shocked? Them. Not, I think it, so. It, no. Okay, no. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an example. I think the, I think some that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the week about hey isn't it isn't this bad for the NBA if your twos and threes are not right. favored right they're not favored no and actually I, I don't know with Vegas with the Lakers and Memphis I assume the Warriors are Mem- favored over Memphis the Kings. is favored over the Lakers but it's a thin margin right it's going to be some and it's it, a two seven that's why it wouldn't be shocking it's that if. Normal two sevens the, go to the East. The it's going to be Boston the versus the Atlanta Hawks. Was shocking. Mm-hmm. This is a team that they pounded all season long. They'd won 111 games. The yeah. Padres were the second to last team in. Yeah, that's shocking. The the, the the Memphis Grizzlies are good, but the Lakers are the Lakers. They got LeBron James. It's just it's it, the gap feels much closer. I think the Memphis could win. They could lose, but I don't think any of these were. Somebody sweeping the other guys, that's a shock. Almost mm-hmm. anything else, the Lakers 1-5, that'd be pretty surprising. If No, if you told me here today, hey, Al, I think Lakers in six. I'd be like, okay, all right. Um, let's see. Six. Let's see how it goes. Sure. If you said Grizzlies <laughs> in six, I'm not going to stand here and say, you're crazy, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Here's I don't think Brian that's Windhorst, excuse me, Al. Here's Brian Windhorst talking about how important game one is, especially from LeBron's perspective. LeBron James isn't going to be stressing it. You want to know why I know that? Because he's lost game one 21 times in his career. Guess what? He's won the series 12 of those times. More than any team and anybody in history, according to Hembo, LeBron has won after losing game one. So, yeah, the Lakers will, will try to do it. I, I'm not as – I get what Windhorse is saying. Um, I'm not as concerned. I kind of lump game one and two together. Just – Make sure you walk away with a win by the time you come back to crypto. If all we're talking about with the Lakers is, hey, they seem tired, they seem fatigued, Braun had to play 45 minutes, um, the mileage that he already has, that, hey, this team had to play all these important games for the final 30 games of the regular season. If you go down 0-2 to Memphis, I got that's that to me is... It's, 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 it's not a normal series where you say, hey, we lost the first two on the road, but you know what? All we got to do now is go back and win two at home. Not that it can't happen, but for a team where it's it feels like it's going to be health and how much energy that you have 
going down 0-2 and now having to win four or five against a young Grizzlies team seems like a recipe for disaster. For Obviously, me. if you go down 0-2, you're in deep, deep trouble, and it makes not just game three, but game four is a must-win too. You you've put yourself Agreed. after two games into must-win, back-to-back situations. Because if you lose game three, we're done. What has it happened once in the NBA? Somebody came back 3-0. I think it's happened one time, and down and. You win game one, two, one, three, one, going back to the other place. It's with two of the next three in there. It's over. You you put yourself into a must win in both three and four if you lose them both. I don't. The Lakers could lose by forty on Sunday, and it wouldn't be great. But it's like whatever. As long as they take care. As long of as you win by two, yeah, it doesn't matter. In game two, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they win by forty, which I'm not predicting. Then it's like okay, great. But that next game is I don't want to say unimportant. The way the way you started the way you started the topic in the conversation was based on that one game against Minnesota. Has your mood changed coming into this round against Memphis? I I think most people you would say yeah it changed a little bit. If if the Lakers win that game against Minnesota by 15 points, are you not walking out at least a little bit with your chest out saying, sure. all right, hey, they took care of business. They had to go in the play-in, but they were in 11th for most of the season. They got all the way down to 7th. I think that game against Minnesota was had some different storylines that we weren't expecting. Here's Eddie Carrillo. He's back about his wedding, Slee, and he wants to talk to you. It says, Slee, you have to attend this wedding. Would you rather attend the wedding with vegan food and an open bar or normal food, but you have a cash bar? Vegan open bar. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Sure. By the way, I, I, of course. let me tell you something. I've gone to... I like vegan. I've gone to vegan it's restaurants. Fine. I like them. Just the concept of what if somebody just wanted some and protein they and they can't have it. Put any. a Slim Jim in their yeah. pocket. But if you want me Go to have... Go out after or before. <laughs> if you want me to have some vegan food and then I get the open bar, I'll commit yeah. for a year. It's their wedding. They do whatever they want. Yep. Yep. And if you don't like vegan food, that's cool. Grab a bite on your way from the church to the reception. Knock yourself Taylor, out. what do you think? I think, think they should just serve like the fake meat and stuff and not tell anybody about it. Oh yeah, mm. that, that's also a good idea. It, they're not going to be the bouncers. Do at the, the Beyond Meat? Hey, there's yeah, a lot beyond. of food I've eaten that's vegan, that and as, I have no idea as, yeah. that it's that there's no meat in it. He turned shredded carrots into pulled pork. There's a lot of things that you can do, and it tasted like pulled pork. It chewed like pulled pork. Unbelievable. I don't know how he did it, but it was amazing, and he was right because I was doing that. No, Keith, stop! You're out of your mind. No, I know what. He was right. And then when you went home, you had real pulled pork. Of course. Real pulled pork. (laughs) Spit it out. I know that it was made out of pig. That's better. Pig, better than carrots. That's how it works. The dump. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So we talked about how uh, Kobe's 60-point final game was today in 2016. Another iconic moment in sports history was this day in 1997. Some guy named Tiger Woods won the Masters Mm. for the very first time. There it is, a win for the ages. That was when it was skinny Tiger, super young Tiger, and he'd never won one of these tournaments. He'd won a couple of PGA Tour events the year before. He was the next, he was the big thing coming in. I was like, yeah, let's see when he plays against the best players in the world. And then the very next year, he just smashed the field at the Masters, and he was basically Tiger Woods from that moment until here we are. Okay, today. so before the win in the Masters, um, Trying to think here. The hype behind him, I don't remember. I just remember when he be, was Tiger Woods, yep. and then he had everybody watching golf for yep. a long period of time. 15 years. But before that Masters win, what what was he? He was a three-time U.S. amateur champion, which no one had ever done before. Amateur. He, he, amateur. Thank you, Emily. He was, uh, he was the guy that when he was in high school, I was like, that guy's better than Jack Nicklaus. He he was Jesus. he was one of the few athletes at the Williams sisters, Tiger Woods, sure. LeBron. LeBron, and LeBron. Yeah, and, but Bryce Harper maybe. Bryce Harper is is in there too. LeBron got his got in high school where they're like, uh, the, him, yeah, chosen him, him. one. Dude, Tiger Woods was on Mike Douglas when he was three years old. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods was beating teenagers when he was eight years old. He was so much better than everybody mm. at the amateur ranks. But you're thinking, okay, let's put him in there against Greg Norman. Put sure. him in there against these other. He just dusted everybody. And it was, and it just got better from there. It was, you, you kind of had to a little bit be in the golf universe to kind of know it was coming, but not How that are you much. 12 strokes ahead? Yeah. He, he, the, the one that he won the U.S. Open one year by 15. The next best player in the world was 15 shots behind him. These are the other best guys, right? It's like think. Of, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. This would be like if LeBron James won the scoring title by averaging 50 points a game, and the next closest guy had 19. I think we found it. It's Will. Yeah, it's it's, it's Will again. It's, well, also, that's it's always Katie Will. Ledecky, who's that incredible uh, swimmer. She in her first uh, gold medal she won. I want to say she lapped everybody twice. <laughs> like that's how insane that's she was ahead of everybody else. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Oh, that means it was Courtney, also sixteen. Yeah, even yeah, that. But Tiger, I think when he won that first, twenty. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think Olympics, like you can only you have to be crazy. over a certain age. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Uh, according to sources, uh, ESPN sources, after leading one of the league's most dramatic recent turnarounds, Sacramento Kings coach Mike Brown has been voted NBA Coaches Association Coach of the Year. Uh, yeah, right. That that. Okay. Did the impossible. The yeah. MVP race, pretty close. You got three really good candidates. Yeah. All the others. But the, I mean, the Sacramento Kings guy won, what, 50 games? Yeah, 48. 48 games? So, sure. Let me tell you something that's kind of funny because I can't remember if you and I were doing the same thing. When they announced him as the coach, 
and it was Mike Brown got another job. Like yeah. you know, there's the rotating circle. And there's just certain guys that always end up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything was going to happen. Mike Brown got the coaching job for the Sacramento Kings. It was like, all right, well, that doesn't really mean anything. Of the Cavs, Lakers, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, is those are the other two stops? Uh, is there he was assistant, assistant with Golden State, assistant and, and San everywhere, right? Um, but he's just there's kind of like a coaching carousel that you know that these guys are going to go around. Did you think he was going to walk into Sacramento and their top three in the Western Conference? I didn't. I that's the last thing I would have thought of. I thought when the Kings finally made the playoffs again, they were going to go in as like an eight seed or a yes. seven yes. seed. I didn't think they were going to yes. bunny hop everybody and go. That's the proper evolution. You ready for the bucket of cold water? <laughs> the, First round. The, no, no, no. I'm, I, I'd like to see the Warriors and Lakers, so I'm not going to say that I'm rooting for them, but I'm not rooting against them, if that makes any sense. I'd, I'd like to see them do their thing because whatever, it's, it's an interesting story. The guys that get on the carousel sleet, sometimes they have really good years. Alvin Gentry has had good years. Nate McMillan has had good years. Terry Stotts has had good years. Like guys that are on that rotation. Frank Vogel. The Frank Vogel. But like the, the NBA is. That's not a good year. They won it's it. All mm-hmm. it's a great, but it's all about do you have good players? And the Kings have good players. Mm-hmm. They they put together a team that makes some sense. But even even that roster, they got so much criticism for the Tyrese Halliburton trade. Right, oh, Montez yeah. Sabonis oh, yeah. comes over. Even that roster, even if you're looking at that starting five coming in, he you had to have an impact for that specific roster, in my opinion, to be top three in the West. Yeah. As happy as I am about this season too, I'm I'm more excited for the future. Do you think they're going to win that series? My heart says yes. My mind says no. Yeah, it's a, such a bad draw. It's a bad it's draw. Such a bad draw for them. That not not only a good team, but the single most experienced. Spending champs. If they lose the first game of that series, the Kings, the Kings, it's a wrap. My brother, not it's good. It's a wrap. No, see, only actually, Steph, it's the only chance they have. They got to win the first game. Play, Draymond, Wiggins will come back. Wiggins, Steve Kerr, been there, Kerr, done it. The, the, it's not Jordan just the defending Poole. champ. It's the same team. Kevon Looney. It's the same group Kaminga. of guys. It's all the same guys. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's the the Lakers when they were the defending champs. They brought back a different team. Mm-hmm. It was it was a slightly the, the best. Gary guys Pe- were the Payton guys. is back there too. It's the same mm-hmm. team that's been beating people. It's it's a tough draw for them. Uh, today is National Scrabble Day. Emily, you can sit this one out. I know that you're not. You'd you'd be good at that, by the way. I you'd be surprised. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not. That surprises me. It's just like that because you're stuff, impatient, or because it's you a just, board game almost. I so. think it's just the thinking through the stuff that's not the best thing for me. Okay. I, I just don't. I, I have a fine vocabulary. It's yeah. just the yeah. Are you a know. Scrabble person? I didn't play much Scrabble at all. Yeah. Did you? Was that like a? So I didn't play like the board version of Scrabble. I, yeah. they, what was the the online fr- words with friends? Yeah. Mm. So my aunt Kathy and I used to play against each other, and she would just. Dust me. That's so funny. And so I quit. Like I'm like I, I ghosted she, her. She, she targeted she, you too. She she's just, like, hey, do you want to? It's just Aunt Kathy. She, she Come play. She, no, she's really smart, and I knew that she would be good at it. She's like, oh, I think you'd really like this. We should play. I'm like, yeah, okay. I think I can. I I read stuff. I know words. Wipe the phone with me. Just destroyed me. I'm like, yeah, Kathy. I quit. I don't think I've played since. So that was that was my scar. I'll, I'll play with like a fourth grader. I'll play against him, but the rest of it got dominated. Got no time with it. Uh, Matthew McConaughey believes that he and uh, fellow actor Woody Harrelson may actually be half brothers. All right, all right, all right. 
in yeah. Greece a few years ago. We're sitting around talking about how close we are and our families. And my mom is there and she says, Woody, I knew your dad. Everyone is aware of the ellipses my mom left after new. It was a loaded K-N-E-W. We went to unpack what this new meant and did some math and found out that his dad was on furlough. At the same time, my mom and dad were in their second divorce. Then there's possible receipts in places out in West Texas where there might have been a gathering or a meeting or a new moment. So Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey may be Brother. half brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, that tracks, right? They they have a similar sensibility. They even kind of you can see in a weird a way, bit, somewhat a little bit, a little bit. McConaughey's more leading man, like handsome, and Woody Harrelson's a little more character actor which is just different personalities of brothers close or? enough that's uh i like that i i for my sense that's uh definitely going to be true succession no oh, i don't have you guys uh moved on or do you still want to sit this one out the succession part no go ahead yeah no go ahead now all right i i think it's been long enough all right so we've held out longer than anybody long so. live logan so they had a code word for logan dies that the Georgia Pritchett, one of the writers and co-executive producers for the series, quote, this was a tough secret to keep. We decided in the succession writers room January 22 that nobody would found out and we used a code word on the whiteboards. Larry David meant Logan dies. So episode 403 said Connor's wedding, comma, Larry David. Mind you, that would have been a great episode as well. But the code word for the dead Logan Roy was Larry David, which seems odd and I don't oh know, it actually does. seems appropriate <laughs> does yeah, it i'm sure why? larry loved it <laughs> i'm sure larry yeah. liked it but i guess if you're trying to throw somebody off the scent larry right. david dies or larry david meant logan dies another way that they threw people off the scent was uh there i'm sure this isn't a spoiler there will be a funeral so oh there right were, there, i hadn't even thought of that you're there, right there was um paparazzi photos of everyone in black in new york and um uh, brian cox showed up so that they didn't know if this was going to be okay. his funeral or not. So they, he tried Smart. to throw off the scent a little bit. Smart. He was- See, I, I thought it was kind of, Now, I, I knew he was going to die this year. Of he course. had to die. I thought Succession. maybe I thought maybe it would be the final episode when yeah. we would find I didn't expect it there. But if you go back and think about it, the episode before he dies, he gives that great big speech and it's almost like a farewell speech. You're talking about the one in the newsroom floor. In the floor? newsroom. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a farewell speech if you go back and think of it now. And in retrospect, when they're in that club and they all meet together and he goes, "Look, I love you, but, but you're, you're not, not serious, serious people. people." It was like the last time like I don't really care about any of them. And right. in the first episode <laughs> yeah. when he had essentially the to be or not to be speech from Hamlet with yes. Colin in the diner. So there's all these things that are like, these are the big Brian Cox tentpole scenes and I think that's, they were stacking you them. Know, all he's got is McDonald's commercials. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, he, right. He's now the spokesman for DirecTV Direct too. TV. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. I did see him. Yeah. So he's doing, he's doing well. Him. But you know the only rule that Larry David had on both Seinfeld and Curb? Never, ever, under any circumstances, is there ever to be a very special episode. Right. Mm. Nothing serious, ever. I, and uh, so having Larry David as your code word makes it kind of all work. You're a Seinfeld person like I am. Yeah. I know you guys are. Are you a Seinfeld person? I liked it. I know I, you're I'm a big not, Curb person. I'm not crazy. I love Curb. Love but curb. I'm not a crazy curb Seinfeld right? person. Curb is Seinfeld yeah. on steroids. Okay. So th- my question is this, because I love Seinfeld, but Curb was so good 
And and Larry David specifically is so specific mm. of a guy that when you watch Seinfeld and you know that George is Larry David, right. it kind of ruins George <laughs> when you watch Seinfeld because Larry David is so great as Larry mm. David. You're talking about yeah. ruins George Steinbrenner. No, no. ruins George Costanza. George Costanza. Oh. Because the character George Costanza is Larry is David. Is Larry David. Is yeah. Larry David. And when I watch it, it's like he's just doing a Larry David impression. I want Larry David in that. Right, role. right. Kind of flips it on its head. Anyway, still a little super crosstalk. All right, so Mason's kind of already weighed in on this. Sup, hoss? <laughs> we, I forget. How did we get? Oh, Taylor asked during one of our segments if hey, did you I see would you? ever participate in cosplay. Yeah. Okay, do you know what that is? I, I'm like, you dress up as yeah. somebody else, You dress right? up as a character from a Kind of like Halloween-ish right, kind yeah. of right. thing. Halloween yeah. for adults to yeah. go. And, we have it here like Comic-Con. anime, Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah Comic-Con. Yeah, we Comic-Con. talking about right. that, yeah. So people are kind of throwing out things that Selena and I could, could dress as. And the thing that we landed on the most was Haas and Little Joe from Bonanza. Okay. And Haas is I, on the money. He, he comes out much better than this because Michael Landon is like famously handsome, right? Right. Like, but Haas is. But that is not you, kind of. He's kind of a baby Haas. Kind of baby Huey type character. <laughs> she already called me Lenny from Mice and Men. Well, I don't I mean, know. You're baby in, that, <laughs> he's in the Haas. You're category. a big guy. You, I yeah, can see somebody calling those, you Haas. Haas got tricked a lot on that show. Oh, right Lenny in, of Mice and Men was a very specific oh, it character. Was, and, uh, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's very it does look like them. Like, Travis and Slee right That's there. Absolutely Travis and Slee. We yeah. also got Sully and Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. I feel better. Oh, okay. that. that feels a little bit better. Yeah. Because yeah. at least Slee, you don't come out as like a matinee idol in that situation. Well, he's got hair. So, I mean, right out the gate. But he's got a hat. You can I'm, pull it off. I'm going to take it. So, uh, if you're doing cosplay, can it be anybody? Yeah, kind okay. of. So, you would be David Schwimmer from Friends. You think so? Yeah. Well, maybe now with your silver you have hair. To dye what's, your hair. What's the what's the cause with David Schwimmer? David Schwimmer's kind of mopey. I don't get a mopey vibe. He's, no, no, but he's, he's the, the worst it's, friend. It's, Why are you making me the worst friend? He was the worst friend by far, wasn't he? I don't think so. Who is the worst friend? No, it's Schwimmer. Well, it is Schwimmer. Yeah. Schwimmer was easily the this, worst yeah. friend. He's the mopey. He's the downer. He is. Yeah. He's yeah. the downer. Yeah. yeah. Mine would be, did you guys ever watch Arrested Development? Yeah. Okay, pull up a picture of Will Arnett. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah we Will have Arnett. the same look. We have the same eye color, the same hairline. The same, so I would be Job. You, oh, yeah. And by the That's way, good. But does that, that make is, you Batman, though? Because he also voices Batman. Yeah, I don't think I could pull that off. <laughs> He's but funny that, as hell. Trav, He's ironically, that whole series arrest development was set in newport beach i know where banana I stand there's my the balboa yeah. banana stand yeah jason yeah. bateman always got i thought you were working go like the michael sarah later in life you got a little michael sarah vibe um yeah he's on that show too yeah um he's got michael sarah's a little kind of wimpier than john but they they have a similar look john's well, older but if than you michael look at, if you pull up will arnett Slee, like Slee just pulled up a picture of will, will arnett that's like, who would play me in a you think him, you're that good a, looking no no he's he's not in that you haven't seen Arrested development I have. he's just a goof no i know the character like, but no one thinks he's handsome will arnett is empirically handsome yes i've never heard anyone call will arnett I, I, really i mean uh, am i wrong no. yeah you're right. wrong Right, yeah, you wrong, think you Haas. can be Will Arnett. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Haas. Well, Haas gets tricked yeah. a lot. Yeah. We did yesterday what uh, what athlete you in the, show. the most like. Yeah, oh, yeah. In See, the show. that's on the money. Okay. I think that's, that's what, better. John, you're describing. That's on the money. Yeah. That Who did you on land show? on for athlete? Uh, well, the weirdest, it's the most random weird thing. Mark Bulger, former Rams quarterback. Mine, mine is more random yes. than his. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Rams quarterback yes. Mark Bulger. It is so weird. Yeah, you, and we pull up a picture of him. Looks like, mine is Jeff George. 
You remember Jeff George, the old uh, Indianapolis Colts yeah, quarterback? Yeah. Everybody's quarterback at one point. Or yeah, yeah, he bounced well, around. I mean, a lot. he was he was another one of those number one overall picks that never panned out. This you is know? kind of hossy again. The one that I would get occasionally, and just facially a yep. little bit, was Roger Clements. I can see that. Oh yeah, I can see that. A, a, a little bit that. of dough in the face. Yeah. By the way, Roger Clemens filled in on ESPN recently, and he was great. Was he really? Yeah, I was surprised they let him do it because he's kind of a d bag. Yeah, well, and he's kind of persona non grata. <laughs> in but he was uh, on opening day. Yep. The Astros were on ESPN. Carl Ravager's doing the game with. Um, Who's the guy that normally does? He played in the big leagues. was a Was a first baseman. Edgar Martinez. Eduardo Perez. Eduardo, that, Eduardo Perez. Perez yeah. yeah. And um, those two were doing it, and they had Clemens sit in with them, and he was great. He was really? like really good on the air. So yeah. in uh, in 1997, I was doing the All Star Game for CBS Radio, and it was my. And by the way, the play by play guy was Vin Scully. And I was doing. What the, was your role? You pre post. I, I was doing the interviews during. Because in an all star game, you can go in the dugout. When guys yeah, came yeah, off yeah. the yeah. field, so I, I, you know, no matter who came off the field when they left the game, I got to interview them. And this was when Clemens was having his first year in Toronto. And remember how good he was, how good he was, he was in Toronto. It. Yeah. And uh, his next game was going to be back at Fenway Park. Okay. So uh, I do the the interview. He leaves the game. He was the starter. Leaves the game. And uh, I said, uh, so uh, BS. How's the game? It's cetera um how do you feel going back to fenway park to pitch for the first time and he said why would you ask me that question why would you ask wow. me a question like that and the door slammed and i Were said you in the clubhouse or the dugout i was in the in sort of an interview room okay, back okay. behind the dugout okay and uh so i said because uh, i had to throw it back to vin i said well vin i, I guess roger didn't like the question and <laughs> vin said well i thought it was a magnificent question <laughs> that's, that's awesome good for vin. That's yeah. awesome. by the way that would be my ringtone yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would find well, the, that and make it my ring. The answer is because that's the question that everybody wants exactly. to know. Exactly. That's what to. people want to know. Of so offended yeah. by yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. That well. Because there was a lot of controversy between the two. Was and he was a, very a, a red ass type of guy. Yeah. To not yeah. think that's not to think that's a, that it's not going to come up. He was one of those guys that he thought that the louder he talked, the more that people would stop asking. Yeah, I don't questions. think he ever heard the phrase "insecurity is." Loud. I love the fact. I love yeah, it when because uh, I just want to make sure that my teammates or fans are not into that the stuff. As long as my guys are the, it's like, dude, just take it down. I like it when we're guys were really rough on the media, then became them. Uh, Ooh, there's some of the, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Red, guys who were really red asses. No, no more. Yeah, no more is a good example. example. Randy yeah. Moss? Yeah, a little bit. Randy because Moss, Randy sure. Moss yeah. is awesome on yeah, TV. He's great yeah. on TV. Yeah. He's really good, but so he was So is Newmar. But yeah. when, when you went to interview him back in the day, well, that's a dumb question. What do you, why would you ask me that? A-Rod you was know? never genuine or any of that. Didn't feel like a lot of his answers, but no. better a now. A-Rod's another very specific yeah. guy. It's got a very specific sensibility. Re reportedly has a statue. <laughs> no, this could be urban legend. A statue of himself as a minotaur. A minotaur. It's a painting. It's a painting. That's with, my my. The story I've been told is it was a painting, which, which is, is no surprise at all. Body as a horse and his no upper body as a rod. Well, the, it, you have a high opinion of true, yourself. True, true or untrue, though. That that is so entirely believable. With yes. Alex yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. If I told you that Clayton Kershaw, you'd be like, no way. No. No. No way. way. Yeah. Exactly. Alex, yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's, he's, I got that one. sounds right. You've never been to Costco. 
I've never been to a Costco. How is that even possible? I because I'm not a member. I've not been able to. I think you need like three people to recommend you to Costco it's not for the like a country club. A member. It's, not, it's just it's, you go and walk in. Is it like going to Riv? No, there's no, there's three rounds. Dollars there's three in. rounds of interviews. You got to <laughs> yeah. get through all the interviews. Yeah, I mean, do you pay for membership? Yes. Yeah. And do you fill out an application? You do. Well, why? What kind of, I don't think anyone's ever been rejected. What, what, kind, of, yeah, what I, kind of store makes you fill out a, a, an, a where you get an application that are in your favor when you buy in bulk, and that's what they do. They pass the same. Yeah, it's Parmesan cheese. You could have got. Yeah, I know. I know. Would have been crazy. Hey, Emily, what was your snake draft today? It the, was things that other people like that you will never do. And what were yours? So, <laughs> my picks were uh, oysters. Mm. Running for fun, okay. board games, and being with someone who okay. has a CPAP the machine. The oysters thing is oh, what I thought of. Oh, CPAP machine. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That, and, but, and, and, <laughs> and if you need it, you need you, it. You'll right? die. Right. Yeah. You don't right. have it. Sorry. Again, They're not finding out issue. until later. I'm, Are I you an know, oysters okay. guy? I no, know no, no. somebody out there with a CPAP so, machine. A lot of people have a CPAP. I, don't say I have who it never is. been more mad that i didn't video something than this story so if you ever go to indianapolis there is a very famous steakhouse there called saint elmo's sure everybody if you go there for more than three days cocktail sauce yeah. place okay shrimp cocktails famous there yes so it's michael thompson bill mcdonald me and mike trudell four <laughs> of us okay and we're sitting at the table, and Michael says something along the lines, oh, the shrimp cocktail here is, is what they're known for. Bring bring us one of those. And Trudell goes, you guys know I hate seafood. And I went, what do you mean you hate seafood? He goes, I don't eat it. And I go, you hate shrimp cocktail? He goes, I've never tried it. I go, well, you got to try this. And he dips it in the horseradish. Ooh. And he tries it. And I've never seen anybody react more violently. Oh, to Clear the sinuses. Oh my God, he was so. Was it the cocktail sauce with the horseradish, or was it the shrimp? I'm not sure. We, <laughs> we should call him. It, it was so bad, though. It was like, oh, like, like he was grabbing anything on the table he to could drink. drink. My drink. Well, everybody's had drink. that bite where it's you. You love the horseradish, oh, yeah. but you go just a little, a little too much. bit heavy on it, and it much. just clears Come on, your sushi. Wasabi's like that too. Sushi, yeah, wasabi. It was. Same it was. And I, you know, and and he was in obvious distress. And all I could do was laugh at him. All right. But it was very funny. So here are the four things that I will never do that other people like. Yeah. You, you guys do any of these? Would you skydive? I you have skydived. You, you would do it? Yeah. I did it. I once try, I, I once set it up to do on the air okay. for the beginning of sweeps. And my news director goes, hey, I saw on the rundown, you're going skydiving? I go, yeah, we're going to do it live. I go, they're going to put a, a, a Gojo on me. Or what, what do you call it? GoPro. 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 And he goes, uh, he goes, we're not insured for that. I go, I'll sign a waiver. I go, this is going to be great. And he goes, what if you die? Your family can sue me. I go, not if I sign a waiver, drop anything you want. He wouldn't let me do it. He killed Really? Me. Yeah. Yeah, but I would do it. You I, would went, do it. I went skydiving. It was fantastic. Would you do it again? Yes. You would do it again. Now, I did it as a static core jump, so I had virtually no free fall. Very small, because mm. the, the chute is pulled for you as you're falling. It's on a long cord. Oh, okay. Uh, but I would do a tandem jump now. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I did tandem. Short did of you, the mm -hmm. plane is on fire, and it's my only way off never i think oh, i wouldn't never. want to do a tandem jump i think that's not kind of cheating 
No, I, That's I the, don't know. They make you, you do your first one like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't right? have a choice. You have to hit like I think a certain amount of jumps. Yeah, I want yeah. to do it once, but then I really want to do it myself. No, no, no. Okay. Another one that I had, and we've all done this. I know we all have, but at this point in your life, would you ever share another hotel room and a bed no. with someone no, that's not, not your wife or partner? Absolutely not. No way <laughs> no at chance, all. Right? I think I probably would. Well, you're not even like a suite. The Lakers come to you and said, "Listen, there's been a staff who you and Michael need to share a room and share the bed." Michael wouldn't do. Would you do it? No, it would be clean. I would. What I about you and Trudeau? Everywhere. Yeah, fine. You would. Oh, oh yeah. I couldn't do it. Well, here's no, why. I couldn't. When I, I can't be when a I was in the, When I was no. in the fraternity at UCLA, I was in charge of our annual Palm Desert trip. And yes, I may or may not have signed us up as the Young Man's Christian Business League, which uh, the YMBL, yeah. which allowed me to stick 16 people in a room. And you know, you know those college sure. trips you were take where people yeah. sleeping on the floor and sleeping in the closet and everything. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. And then the last one I had, and this is more of a late adult sort of thing that I've run into: take my shirt off in public. Really, we really never again. Re- really, don't think anybody needs to see for, that ever. For hundred bucks, I'll do it right now. <laughs> you, I'm not giving you. Like, if you're willing <laughs> oh, to do it, that's you. <laughs> Flip it around the other way. Not a chance. Hundred right. bucks. No. You wouldn't do it. No. He walks into pickup games. I'm not doing it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go higher. I'm not gonna do it for a hundred bucks. Oh, here you go, hundred bucks. Ireland always carries a lot. Of I, cash. I know he does. I know he does. There's hundred bucks. Nope. You got three minutes <laughs> left in super cross talk. And can I if do you, it from the other no, room over you have there? To finish super cross talk, and this is yours. Well, no, super cross talk's done in nine seconds, John. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying you got to do it till one fifteen. Not doing it for hundred. Well, you could Wouldn't technically you? get off the yeah, street. Yeah, I, I would do it for 100. You could do it during, me? if you do it after Supercross, you have no. to 150. I, 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 will do, I will do one segment of the show without my shirtless. shirt off for $100. Yeah, here's one I turned down. I don't, the, the only rules I have for turning down these things. Are we on YouTube? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. oh, God. Yeah. So here's one I turned down. The, my only rules when these people give me these $100 dares are, A, will it get me fired? Yeah. If the answer is yes, I'm out. Right. Two, will it injure me or anyone else? And that if, okay. if that's the case, then I'm out. Those are fair rules. All right. So, But everything else I, I, I consider. So here's one they offered me, and I turned it down. All right. Okay. We were at the arena on our way to the airport about a 12 to 15-minute drive. Okay. Ride in the luggage compartment under the <laughs> bus. You could get messed Did up you? in there. I, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> yeah. So I said no. With bags down there? And yeah. Stuff? Oh, yeah. No. Well, I would, I would put two heavy bags and just lay in between them. Yeah, that's, but that's on that's the bottom risky. of the bus. Correct. That's yeah, risky. No, I'm not doing that. Trudell, no, I actually have on my list. Trudell once did. <laughs> the overhead. Yeah, the overhead. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have on my list of things today is you talk about all these $100 bets. Yeah. I, I want a $100 dare today. Okay. I want I want you to come just, up with one. Well, I just gave you one. That one would be too easy for you. I'm surprised Travis won't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm surprised, too. Hey, 100 bucks. Guys, there's a lot yeah. going on it's underneath enough to buy here. Bobby new shoes. Yeah. <laughs> that he'd never wear? Would you go wear. to Peppermint Hippo? Oh, yeah, yeah the would. Peppermint Hippo. Of well, course. if you do, bring a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make it rain. Yeah. Saw air last night. You're right. You it's like good. it? Very much. Yeah. Very, very much. Very, I liked everything about it, except I thought I couldn't get over Affleck as night. It looked like... Ben Affleck was going to an 80s party. Everyone else felt like they were in the era. It was the 80s. I know, but it looked like it looked like he was wearing a costume no, as but opposed pull up to a wearing picture of Phil Knight in the 80s, and I think you'll feel better. He's got that frilly <laughs> little. The wig was the on. wig was not working for me, and the costuming for that character. Everyone else looked great. It's hard because he was directing the movie too. I don't I know. know how people direct and and star. Do you? You might know how big of a guy is Phil Knight. 
Not. Not. Because yeah, ben Affleck's ben like Affleck six four. Yeah. He's yeah. a big dude. He's like, Phil Knight's like my height. Yeah. I'm six feet tall. He's yeah. like my he, height. It, look, everything else though, fantastic. Super crosstalks powered by In and Out Burger. That's why that's what a hamburger's all about. See Mason and Island coming up next. Thanks, Mace. We'll see.